It's time for the Tri-County Equipment Get Stuck on Sports Podcast. Here are your hosts, Dennis Stuckey and Brady Beaton. All right, Dennis and Brady, Tri-County Equipment Get Stuck on Sports Podcast. My least favorite day of the week because we have to do a top ten at the end of the show. Uh, and uh, That's yeah. what we spent all morning arguing. <laughs> Debating. Yeah, it was Questioning. Just, it was more just going through every team like we did last week and I haven't had a top 10 that's been anywhere near the the same. Which, and last year, didn't it feel like every week we were just like, all right, yeah, this was easy, and you took 10 seconds to jot it down? Yeah, because last year it was that easy. It was clear cut. We we had defined these teams are this, and there's no question about it. And this year, I don't know. (laughs) You know, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Throw them in a hat and pull them out. Because I'm also running into that problem, too, is I've got about 13 teams that I feel like I could include on the list, but there's only 10 spots, and you won't let me have ties. No. No, I will not. And uh, also, conference title races are getting very interesting. Some of them are. Some of them seem kind of blasé to me, and one is just who knows. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) One depends on uh, legislative orders later in the week, maybe. Yes, but we'll keep that until we're not going to be spreading rumors. That are unsubstantiated so far. Well, substantiate them. I will try to, but I, that's what you I'm get not on the go, horn. Find out what's going on. I'm not going to throw that around until I know for sure. Just don't be surprised if one team is all of a sudden in the driver's seat for a, a conference title by Friday. And if it doesn't happen, don't ask me about it because I didn't say anything. Okay. Okay. I'll, I'll let you cop out that way, and uh, and we'll we'll move on, and uh, we'll, we'll start in the blue. When we come back, okay? Sounds good. Because that one uh, is a fun one. When you run with us on a Gator UTV, the engine has your full attention. The herd takes notice. And the trail meets its match. Because with effortless four-wheel drive and our smoothest shifting transmission yet, nothing runs like a deer. Search John Deere Gator for more. Contact one of Tri-County Equipment's 10 locations in Bad Axe, Birch Run, Burton, Carroll, Fenton, Lapeer, Marlette, Reese, Saginaw, or Sandusky, or visit Tri-County Equipment online at tricountyequipment.com. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located in Port Huron, is a full-line distributor of industrial cutting tools, fluid power, electrical tools, and other electrical supplies, providing utility and contract-based services for more than 100 years. The company has a wide range of products that includes abrasives, automotives, ballast and lamps, boxes and closures, building products, chemicals and lubricants, electrical fittings and equipment, janitorial equipment, wire devices, and tapes and safety products. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located at 2975 Lapeer Road, or call them at 800 800- 250-7520. Buying or selling a home? You need an experienced company standing ready to help you with all your real estate needs who is committed to making you the client number one. O'Connor Realty hung out its real estate sign in the city of Marysville almost 40 years ago to help the good people of this community buy and sell their homes. O'Connor Realty provides access to free, no obligation home valuation reports prepared by a licensed realtor with no hidden fees. Located at 2801 Gratiot Boulevard, Marysville, give O'Connor Realty a call at 810-364-8700. For all your real estate needs, O'Connor Realty. Small enough to know you, large enough to serve you. If your windows stick, (laughs) slip, (laughs) squeak, or leak, 
Replace them with Anderson windows with low E glass, low maintenance exteriors, and rich wood interiors, standard and custom sizes. They can turn simple window replacement into serious home improvement. Ah. Hi, Chip Mortimer here, inviting you to experience the difference at Mortimer Lumber. Our expert staff will be here to help before, during, and after the sale. Stop by Mortimer Lumber, 24th and Lapeer Avenue in Port Huron. Hey guys, Brady Beaton here to let you know that TP Logos is now at their brand new location. Now located at 901 Michigan Avenue in Marysville, TP Logos has the largest in-stock selection of your team's spirit wear. While the location has changed, the service has not. They still will handle all of your custom screen printing and embroidery needs. Check out tplogos.com to see their vast selection of products, including Badger Sportswear, Nike, North Face, Richardson Hats, Carhartt, and more. Don't wait weeks for your gear. Get it in days with TP Logos. Start strengthening your finances. Transfer your loan to Advia and we'll cut your rate in half. Plus, make zero payments for 90 days. Members who transfer save an average of $3,400. For stronger savings, visit adviacu.org. Advia Credit Union. Real advantages for real people. Not valid on credit card, secure real estate, or commercial loans. Interest accrues at loan disbursement. Estimated 2019 member savings, effective July 1st, 2020. Subject to approval and to change any time. Floor rates and restrictions apply. Equal opportunity lender. Dura Clean by Bachelor has been faithfully serving the Blue Water area for over 25 years. Whether you are commercial or residential, if you need carpet cleaning, stain removal, upholstered furniture, drapery, or air duct cleaning, call Dura Clean by Bachelor at 810-982-7044 and talk to Mike about their aerated foam process that allows carpet and furniture to dry quickly. From pet stains to odor removal to water damage cleaning and restoration, there's only one call you need to make. Dura Clean by Bachelor, 810-982-7044. 44 Duraclean by Bachelor. Magna International is North America's largest auto supplier and now calls the Blue Water area home. Our new plant, located on Range Road in St. Clair, will have great opportunities for all members of the community. Named to Fortune Magazine's World Most Admired Companies two years in a row, Magna offers many different career opportunities. Wages start from $17 and up. Go to magna.com forward slash careers to apply today. Again, magna.com forward slash careers to join our team and create the future of mobility together. Finding that missing shin guard. Remembering whether it's a home or away game. Getting the right kid to the right playing field on the right day. Why are simple things sometimes so complicated? Thankfully, with auto owners, insurance doesn't have to be one of them. We work with independent agents who keep insurance simple so you can worry about more important things. Like not being that fan. That's simple human sense. For all your real estate and insurance needs, please go to our website at SheridanAgency.com. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. And you're back with uh, Dennis and uh, Brady, and uh, we're more than halfway through the season. We're actually halfway through the season at halftime Friday night. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> it's it goes fast. It's going it? by really fast, and it does to me every year. And yet every year I sit there going, "Man, it's going by fast." Unbelievable. Anyways, so because it's going by fast, most teams only have two league games left. Yeah, every, some have three. The Max have two league games left. Uh, 
think the Mooney has, what, two league games left? Yeah, but not like some have two and some have three. Mooney has two. Some of the other teams have three. Gotcha. And then the BWAC, B, B, well, geez. The BWAC has, has three. three. And, and again, in, in, in the GTC East, because they have an odd number of teams, some have three, some have two. Which is fine. I completely understand why. I just don't like it. Oh, I mean, I get it. Find me, find me an eighth team to put in that league. That's what we were saying earlier. No, find me one more team, and we'll make three divisions of five. Oh, that's what you want to do. That's but then you'll still to. have some teams will have two, and some teams will have three because five is an uneven number. You're right. Anyway, <laughs> all right. Let's start in the Mac Blue. Let's start in the Mac Blue because it, it's basically, in my opinion, Brady, uh, a two-team race, assuming there are no upsets. And by upset, you basically mean Lance Cruz beating Northern. Yeah, I mean, I, I would, I mean at this yes, point, I would consider that an upset because yes, Lakeshore is going to play Port here on high. If Lakeshore beats Port here on high, that's the Big a major Reds upset. Don't deserve to win a league title. Yeah, let's the, just be honest. Lakeshore is zero and five, and I know that you you got those two weird scores. They're in still there. outscored. By 68 points throughout yeah, they, on the season. They, they, in their other three losses, they've given up 135 points. Yeah. So but, those those two games, that two-week stretch against Lance Cruz and at Northern, which are the two best teams they've played against this year. Yeah. They've kept <laughs> those were their two closest games. Nine to seven and seven to nothing. Yeah, I don't see how they do that against the big reds, especially with their explosive offense. Yeah, I, I have so I have a hard time thinking that uh PH and Northern aren't both but, going to be But here's the a, thing. Northern has the tougher test this week than PH does, but I just I don't see those teams not being unbeaten in league play when they play so, in week seven. But with this with the wins last week, doesn't this guarantee that the Crosstown Showdown will have, at minimum, a share of the Mac Blue title on the line for either side. Yeah, or or, or a chance. So so let's just say because um, uh, even if both in the teams realm lose, of, realm well, if both teams lose, there there's it's still for a share. There's a three way tie, and the winner gets no worse than a share. Right, and, but the loser would be out. Right, but I'm saying that. Going into the Crosstown Showdown right now, we have guaranteed that the winner of the Crosstown Showdown will get at least a share of the Mac Blue title. Uh, I, I believe, and I haven't like actually done the, the math, but if both Northern and PH win, somebody is guaranteed no worse than a share of the title. Whoever wins between them can, can do no worse than sharing well, the title. Well, if they both win this week, it's going to be for outright. It'll be for an outright league title because that would put them at 5-0. and oh. Right, yeah, it would mean. Well, it would mean, yeah, the winner would be five and zero, oh, and no matter what uh, happened the rest of the way with anybody else, nobody could catch them. And the other thing it might do, and I know you love when I do this, but that might have a big implication on if you get a home playoff game or not. Well, absolutely, you want to keep winning. Yes, and with, and that's pro. If you, well, okay, except Northern does have Romeo still on the schedule. That's would be a big game when it comes down to that, and that. Might be their toughest test left on the schedule. Um, we obviously haven't seen the Bulldogs play. But Port here on high and Northern are going to be a bunch of points and a bunch of bonus points for that win. And that can go a long way if they're not potentially the 2-3 matchup in a district, 
which they could be, um, that they get a home game and get to stay at Memorial Stadium for one more week. Well, I, I worry for whichever team loses this. That's why I think this week is important. They have to keep winning because the loser of that game, if PH loses to Northern, they got to play Roseville and oh on yeah, the road I forgot that they. Why did I forget that they played Roseville? Yeah, they've got to play Roseville and then they've got to go to Collegiate. Um, not an easy finish. And if you're Northern and you lose that game to PH, you've got Romeo, and then you should beat Cousinol, but you're not going to get a whole lot for beating Cousinol. No, no, no bonus points won't be no, on the no table. No bonus there. points for beating Cousinol. Um, but. Yeah, Northern, and yeah, I forgot that PH played Roseville. How can I forget? Yeah, that that, we, that week eight is brutal. PH has got Roseville at the uh, the stadium, and uh, Northern's got to travel to Romeo. And Roseville would I'm would going to be honest would be I think at worst the second best team in the MAC White this year. I don't I don't know what Anchor Bay is. I haven't seen them in person. Yeah. I can't give an honest assessment, but. I know people that have seen Roseville. You saw them last year, and from all accounts, they're bigger, faster, and stronger than a year ago. Yeah, they, they, they've got some talent there. So, anyway. And they got a quarterback that I absolutely love and wish he played for a Blue Water area team. But it's exciting. Crosstown showdown for a, a MAC championship. That has not happened too many times, although I'm sure the times it has has been recently. Yeah, I, I, I want to say it actually has been fairly uh, recently, um, but – Again, you're asking an old guy. I remember old stuff. Because you I remember stuff remember from it. the 70s <laughs> and stuff that happened an hour ago I've already forgotten. Yeah, you had longer to remember the old <laughs> stuff. That's why. That is why. But, I, again, not to jump the gun because they both need to win this week. I do think that the Big Reds are a heavy favorite at home against Lakeshore. Mm-hmm. And I do think Northern is the favorite at Lance Cruz, but that is the more dangerous game for the, the two port here on schools this week. Yeah. So in twenty nineteen both Northern and High were undefeated in Mac Blue play going into the Crosstown showdown, but they still had one more week. So it was not to clinch the Mac title outright. Um was the last time. And then I believe the same in twenty eighteen, yeah, uh PH was two and one, so it still would have been for the driver's seat. So recently, yes, it's had major Mac Blue title implications. Have we mentioned yet this week that Northern has given up 35 points this season? We have not. 35 points this season. Um, they slacked and, and gave up 14. And, yeah, I was going to say, Sterling Heights scored 14 against them. What's going on? <laughs> Where did that come from? I, I, I thought that had shutout written all over it. <laughs> yeah, and they were early points too. But, hey, they ended up putting up 42. Good for them, but. The other thing we don't talk about are some other teams' defenses. I know PH gave up 23. They had given up – really, their offense had given up – or their defense gave up 14, and they came on two plays. Besides that, they shut them down. The other two points came on a blocked punt, and then their backups gave up a drive when Lance Cruz still had their starters in and, and just gave it to their – big senior that ran all over the second team defense and padded his stats. Well, that that's the thing about it. The, the Big Reds gave up eight to Tower, eight at Sterling Heights. Frazier got 14 on them, but they were up 31 to nothing at halftime. Mm-hmm. So Frazier scored in the second half. You know they did that against reserve players. Yeah. Uh, and plus, it's more impressive to me because it was down at Frazier, mm-hmm. which is it's tougher. Um, and then, you know, Lance Cruz, after Northern and, and P.H., 
are the next best team in the league. Yeah, so as long as Northern avoids the upset, which I don't think this is an easy game for them by any means, uh, then we get our wish in an undefeated rivalry game in conference play. So don't disappoint Brady because you know how he gets for the big games. I get very excited. He gets very excited. If, if you weren't around last year for his Marine City Marysville hype train. Hype, the hype train is an understatement. Well, the thing was I called that from like week one. Like, we saw the results, and I went, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm calling it now, undefeated. And then the game was one of the best football games I've ever seen, period. Uh, it, this has been a distracting year, and so I think that's the only – I think in the back of our minds, we've been going pretty much since week two going, yeah, PH Northern is going to be for the blue. Mm-hmm. That doesn't happen a whole lot. We have been kind of really lucky this past half decade that – the PH Northern game has been such a critical point of the season because Dennis, you were here, you've been here through both for a while. Northern dominated that rivalry and PH was lucky to get a win. Then for 15 years or so, maybe 10 PH dominated that rivalry and Northern was lucky to get a win. And it was kind of like when high high was good, Northern was bad. When Northern was good, high was bad. Yeah. And the talent that has been on the field for those games the past five years has been nothing short of incredible. Well, I mean, it was, what, two years ago or has it been three now that they played a playoff game against each other for the first time? It was, uh, was that 18 or 19? That was 19. Yeah. So, yeah. 19. And that, that was the first time they ever met in a playoff game. Yeah, and that was, I mean, you had the 29-26 game in – in uh, the regular season, oh, that's they, they played 21. two great games. Two great games. Well, you mentioned a team that has really good defense that we haven't talked about. Marine City's given up 50 points. Yeah, we just again, it, it's just been so easy to. Yeah, the 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 machine is cranking. They're well oiled right now, and you know, let's move on to something that's not a foregone conclusion. A foregone conclusion and, that they're going to win. The silver. I mean, their their remaining games at Hazel Park and Madison at home. I'm sorry, they're not going to lose either of those two games unless something happens. So yeah, something like, an anomaly or something dumb happens that you no know, one can predict. You know, injuries or sickness or whatever. The bus breaks down and they can't make the game and they have to forfeit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's the only way they lose these games. Yeah, or they underinflate the football and they're forced. <laughs> like, that's what it would take for them not to win the silver. Because the next two best teams in the silver have each gotten a crack at them. Fitz got blown out. Marysville, blown out. Everybody they've played has been blown out. And that's the thing. Like, And I think we talked about this earlier today when we're like, well, does Marine City have like a signature win? And we're looking at it like St. Clair – could end up going like six and three, seven and two. Marysville has a chance to have a winning record. Maybe go six and three or seven and two. Depends how they do against Fitz and what Lamp Fear is. Fitzgerald could end up as a playoff team. Like the they might through their first five games, they have probably played minimum three, maybe four playoff teams if South Lake can scrap together enough wins. Here, here's like Fitzgerald. And they've they dominated beat, them. They beat Fitzgerald by twenty nine points. And I'm looking at Fitzgerald's schedule. They win seven if they lose at Marysville. They win eight if they win at Marysville because their other games are Madison, Centerline, and Lincoln all at Fitz. So that might be 
Fitzgerald's lone loss, and it was non-competitive. Non-competitive, and the way Fitz scores, they might score over 400 points this season, and they got 12 in the game against Marine City. Again, just because there are other games: 64, 62, 34, and 60. Yeah, yeah. So the Silvers, Marine Cities, to absolutely give away in a, a hand basket to either Fitz or Marysville. I don't think that's happening. No, I, I don't. I don't think so either. So, at, well, whenever they get more paint, they can add another year to the. <laughs> They're the, a couple behind. Yeah, they like I said, they need to just put like whatever their last year was on their trailer out back on their practice field. Just put like 2018, and then just put like a dash, and then whenever they don't win a league title or make the playoffs, that's when they fill it in. Yeah, um, I'm look. I'm just. I'm looking at. St. Clair, and again, yeah, they've got the possibility to win like six or seven games, but uh, something odd would have to happen for them to to be Roseville in the mix. Just absolutely dominating. I mean, just look look at what they've done. Like I said, Rose. First of all, it's a crock that Roseville's in the gold. Yeah, they're a Division two school that you go. Oh well, they had a few down years. No, they didn't. No, they didn't. So, the so you know, the MAC, if you don't know, every two years they switch. Basically, they have a meeting, and coaches that want to complain and say it's too hard go down or schools that were misplaced or try to move up, whatever. So, Roseville, uh, they came down to the gold in 2020. In 2019, they went 2-7. and seven, But in MAC blue play, they were only 2-3. and three. So it's not like they got shellacked in the MAC blue, and in fact, their losses were a one-point loss to Port Huron, an eleven-point loss to Lakeview, and Northern took care of business against them. And then in 2018, they went four and one and made the playoffs. So they had a winning record in conference and moved down a division. Tell me how that happened. Okay, they they are the only team in the gold with a plus differential. They're plus 230. The next best team in the gold is Tower at minus 31. Well, that's because all these teams had to play Roseville. <laughs> By the way, Cousineau, minus 242. St. Clair is a winning team, and they're minus 38 because of the Roseville game. Yeah, and again, I, this is something we said earlier. Re- hindsight might be beautiful to St. Clair because you could look back – on this season, when it's all said and done and go, holy crap, or St. Clair had to play two state semifinalists or finalists in the first three weeks of the season. And that kind of skewed them for a little bit. But, yeah, unless Roseville falls off a cliff or their wins magically disappear, they're not. It's going to be uh, a miracle for St. Clair to get a league title. All right. Uh, we'll go into the uh, the BWAC and uh, beyond in just a moment, but let's grab a uh, break here. And uh, don't forget the top tens are, are reluctantly coming up later in the program. When you run with us on a Gator UTV, the engine has your full attention. The herd takes notice and the trail meets its match because with effortless four wheel drive and our smoothest shifting transmission yet, nothing runs like a deer. Search John Deere Gator for more. Contact one of Tri-County Equipment's 10 locations in Bad Axe, Birch Run, Burton, Carrow, Fenton, Lapeer, Marlette, Reese, Saginaw, or Sandusky, or visit Tri-County Equipment online at tricountyequipment.com. 
Marshall E. Campbell Company, located in Port Huron, is a full-line distributor of industrial cutting tools, fluid power, electrical tools, and other electrical supplies, providing utility and contract-based services for more than 100 years. The company has a wide range of products that includes abrasives, automotives, ballast and lamps, boxes and closures, building products, chemicals and lubricants, electrical fittings and equipment, janitorial equipment, wire devices, and tapes and safety products. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located at 2975 Lapeer Road, or call them at 800 800- 250-7520. Neiman's Family Market, located in St. Clair, is family-owned and operated and involved in the community. Neiman's has created a shopping experience providing a variety of quality products, specialty items, with superior customer service. Whatever your grocery needs are, from meats, bulk food, bakery items, produce, or even floral, Neiman's Family Market has what you will need. Entertaining? Neiman's has a full deli, and they do party trays. Check out our new mobile website and see weekly specials, coupons, and recipes. Open 6 a.m. to 9 p.m. all week long. Visit Neiman's Family Market in St. Clair. You'll be glad you did. Do you have the right financial advisor to help you reach your goals? Ameriprise Advisors can create a personalized, goal-based plan to help you prepare for whatever life brings so you can feel more confident about your financial future. Call Ameriprise Financial Advisor Dave Betts today at 810-987-5370. That's 810-987-5370. Office is located at 527 Huron Avenue, Port Huron, Michigan. Ameriprise Financial Services, LLC. Member FINRA and SIPC. Start strengthening your finances. Transfer your loan to Advia and we'll cut your rate in half. Plus, make zero payments for 90 days. Members who transfer save an average of $3,400. For stronger savings, visit adviacu.org. Advia Credit Union, real advantages for real people. Not valid on credit card, secure real estate, or commercial loans. Interest accrues at loan disbursement. Estimated 2019 member savings, effective July 1st, 2020. Subject to approval and to change any time. Floor rates and restrictions apply. Equal opportunity lender. Having car trouble? Look no further than Marysville Goodyear. Located at 291 Range Road, Marysville Goodyear will take care of all your automotive needs. They know that just one visit to them will make you a customer for life. Whether it's a tune-up or tire rotation, consistency is the name of the game for the folks at Marysville Goodyear. Need tires? Marysville Goodyear is a certified dealer of Goodyear, Dunlop, and Kelly tires, and they stock tires for cars, trucks, SUVs, and more. Give them a call today at 810-364-4700. Marysville Goodyear, where your satisfaction is our guarantee. Looking for that perfect first vehicle for your kid's sweet 16? Maybe you just want a quality vehicle at a fair price. Whatever your needs are, Jepson Car Company will take care of you. Located at 5277 Gratiot Avenue in St. Clair, Jepson has a wide variety of pre-owned vehicles that can fit your budget. With a great selection for first-time car buyers, check out their website at jepsoncarco.com. That's J-E-P-S-O-N-C-A-R-C-O.com. Or give them a call at 810-662-3048 to find the perfect ride. This is Lucy Harris. I'm a class of 2022 senior, and I play on the golf team at Port Huron Northern. As a Port Huron school student, I had the opportunity to participate in the most extracurricular and academic opportunities in the region. I can even earn free college credits from the Blue Water Middle College. At Port Huron Schools, I am treated as an individual, and my teachers care about my specific needs. After graduating, I plan to study abroad and attend college to eventually become a teacher. That's my Port Huron School story. What will yours be? Please go to www.phasd.us and our social media for the latest updates on Port Huron Schools. 
Magna International would like to thank the Blue Water area for welcoming us into their community. We are excited to put our roots down in this beautiful, growing area. As the largest auto supplier in North America, we are thrilled to call Blue Water area home and look forward to many, many years in this wonderful community. Our brand new facility is located off of Range Road in St. Clair, Michigan. Magna is a proud sponsor of Blue Water Area High School Athletics. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. All right, uh, Dennis and uh, Brady Tri-County Equipment Get Stuck on Sports podcast. And uh, let's uh, continue to talk about uh, possibilities for the, uh, the various uh, leagues. The, the BWAC seems, Brady, seems to have come down to a two-team race. But... You know when it's you say the BWAC, that, and there are still teams out there that are dangerous. Well, let, let's just start with this: a team that's, for all intents and purposes, out of the BWAC title race, North Branch. What do you make of them? They've already gone through their gauntlet, and they've lost to the two top teams. And Armada, yeah, it's it's a six point final. It was a two score game until a minute left. They needed a miracle to come back in that one. And Cross-Lex, they lost by 21, wasn't a 21-point game. Did did we maybe write them off a little bit too soon now that the dust, dust is starting to settle a well, little bit? Well, I, I mean, the, the fact of the matter is is this, and, and I like their win over uh, Elmont, but they didn't beat Cross-Lex or, or Armada, and doesn't matter whether right. you play those games early in the season, middle of the season, late in the season. You don't win those two games this year. You're, you're not in, in the – look, they have a, an actual chance to finish the season on, what, a, a six-game win streak and go 7-2. and two. Very much so because now that, that Richmond game looks very winnable. Yeah, it, it, it's, it it's, went from it's not it, – it went from, okay, well, they lose there yeah. to they might be the favorite going into that one. Mm-hmm. And then Algonac and Emily City, I don't foresee them having trouble. And then who knows what Linden's going to bring. I, I Week looked, nine I is always it up a crap I, I looked it up earlier today. I think Linden's like two and three right now. And yeah, but you never zone. know in the yeah. Flint. Was there in the Flint Metro, yeah. I believe. But so what? There's three teams right now that control their destiny in the BWAC, correct? Because if Almont wins out, they'll at least get a share. Yeah, and, and, and Almont is running through the gauntlet of all the teams – they have like they they just played at North Branch, Crosslex next, then Armada. They at least get those games at home, uh, and then they go to Richmond. Which again, until the last two weeks, it, that it just looked like an impossible schedule for Elmont to win all of those games. And it starts out with an overtime loss at North Branch that's kind of throwing a wrench. But because they still have to play Crosslex and they still have to play Armada, and those are home games for them. They're still dangerous. They are, and something I think we talked about off the air, maybe you mentioned it during the reactions. I don't know. I was so dang tired. Um, how much of that Almont-North Branch game is skewed by the Furman factor where both communities and both teams understand the kind of situation there? Yeah, that. Well- that like if it was just two faceless teams it would go differently but the emotions are so heavy in that game that it acts like a big time rivalry game yeah and I, and I think it is a big time rivalry game 
Just because that's a big personality. Yes. He, the, you're talking about, uh, number one, you're talking about a really good coach who knows he's a good coach. And he led Almont to success they hadn't seen. Yeah. And um, it's, it's like going to a wedding and seeing your ex there. Yeah. With, with like, you know, another person. Yeah, with a new date. Yeah, with a, with a new date and you're like, you kind of go gulp. Yeah. That person's better than me. <laughs> or you go, or you go. No, they're not. Or yeah, but, you go. No, they're not. But so that's why, like, like if North Branch is the same team, like same players, same scheme, but it's not, it's just not North Branch, and they have a different coach. Does that game go any differently? I, I don't know. I mean, I, I know that's there, an there impossible. Come, there question. comes a point where it just gets too hypothetical. Right. All I know is that the situation was this. And there, I called it the Furman factor, and that that was a real thing that made, uh, again, I said, I think Almont is the better team with better players, but watch out because of the Furman factor. Those North Branch kids are going to want to win this game extra. Like, you want to win every game. Yeah. But they're going to put out a little bit more in this game than they would, say, if they were playing Algonac or Yale right. or Lay City. The effort is going to be a different kind of effort. No, I, I completely understand that. But Almont controls, they still control their own destiny. Two toughest teams in the BWAC at home. Are they underdogs in both those games? I'd say so. Yeah. The, but the, would you be shocked if we come back one of the next two Friday nights and we see that Almont won? Well, the, they're the team that can throw a wrench in, into the, the hype train that you're hoping for. You want a week eight. Uh, our made across Lex game where they're both undefeated in league. Well, it's just more fun for for us because, I mean, think about it, Dennis. In the span of two weeks, we can do a crosstown showdown for a league title, and then we can follow it up with an Armada cross Lex game for a league title, and then the next week, minimum, we could have St. Clair Marysville, which could have huge playoff implications. Yeah, I, I'm just kind of, I'm kind of looking at this still on Elmont that they could end up four and five this season very easily. They could end up four and five this season. And I think that they are a team that also could have won seven games this year. And they've still very well could. They could run the gambit and be BWAC champs. They lost an overtime game on the road against their former head coach. I, I can't punish them too much for that, but – how about we? All right, let's talk about the teams that are actually in first place because I'm sure someone people are annoyed we haven't done that. Oh, we're getting um, there, but yeah. Uh, Armada or Cross Lex first? Um, we, we can talk about Armada first. All right, alphabetical order. Yeah. They have an easier game this week. They're playing MLA City. I've seen MLA City. They have a few nice players, but the way Armada plays, they're just going to ground and pound them to death and not be able to play four quarters. Like, I think Armada is going to physically wear them down. Then, like we mentioned, that Almont, and then that sets up, that could potentially set up a game at, or a home against Cross-Lex. And Armada's been dominant this year, Dennis. Like, they're dominating teams in the way we expect, like, a Marine City to dominate teams. Because even their, like we said, their one one-score win was not a one-score win. They were up multiple scores. Yeah, they gave up a late touchdown at North Branch to make that look like it was a, a closer game. 
Um, you know, you, you, you can look at it like they went to Clawson in week one. I saw that game. Um, they were much bigger than Clawson. They just pushed Clawson all around. They bullied Clawson and crushed them 48 to nothing. I was very impressed. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, not only with the way they, they just enforced their will offensively, but also defensively. They fly to the ball on defense. Like, we don't talk enough. We talk about their ground and pound game, but their defense flies to the ball. They gang tackle. They're quick. Their secondary uh, in the game I saw against Richmond, five interceptions. You're doing something right. You're getting a pass rush. Right. And You're the disrupting thing is, plays in the backfield. Against teams with losing records, they haven't given up a point. Yeah, and they're just crushing. They crushed Algonac. Uh, I know the score against Yale – cosmetically doesn't look sexy but they win the game handily and oh, you know they hello. they won the game handily against uh, uh Richmond that's 34 to 10 the final but it was 34 to 3 with under a minute to go don't you love when things work out sometimes remember what we said at the beginning of the uh show yeah well Detroit free press article Michigan high school football, Roseville forfeits three wins after using an eligible player. The, uh, this is from Mick McCabe, so shout out Mick McCabe. The unbeaten Roseville football team has forfeited its first three victories this season for using at least one ineligible player. Lopsided victories over Monroe, Harrison Township, Lons Cruz, and St. Clair are now losses, leaving Roseville with a 2-3 and three record heading into this Friday's home game against Warren Woods Tower. And so that now what that puts St. Clair in first place. Uh, goes on. Go read the freep. I won't read the whole article on air. <laughs> go support Mick McCabe. He does a good job, except for when he ra- uh, ranks Algonac number third in the state. But um, <laughs> so yeah, now Roseville is not in first place, and St. Clair is staring a Matt Gold title down the barrel, and now they're four and one. Dennis, we. I know it's a technicality and they still lost the game on the field, but the playoff points don't care. And I mean, that could get them two home games. Like an eight and one St. Clair team with their schedule could be like top 10, maybe top five in points in the state in division four. But once you get that stuff, it's what you do with it. Right. But that now, Hey, you got a gift. You had a super talented Roseville team that, Kind of took you to the woodshed, but they had an ineligible player. By hook or by crook, you are credited with a victory. Do not apologize for it. Do not deny it. Just say thank you. Now let's go take a league title because those have been few and far between at St. Clair High School. Can't add to that. So, I just isn't it funny how I just get a text and I see the headline and I'm like, that's Perfect timing. So, <laughs> oh, it would have been perfect timing if it came in segment one when I was yeah. trying to allude to that, that that yeah. might happen. Yeah. I didn't want to go throwing around that accusation. I did. <laughs> I know you did. But, um, just some controversy. Yeah. So, St. Clair, first place in the Matt Gold now. And I, and I love when breaking news happens when we record it like 12 hours before it comes <laughs> out. All right. Let, let's talk about Crosslex. Um, because, again, since week one, um, they've done nothing but crush teams. Um, the, they beat North Branch by three touchdowns. I know it was a close game late into the contest, but they still pulled away. Yale, they cruised to a victory. The Emily City game didn't get played, but 
they would have cruised to a victory in that one. And then what they did to Richmond on Friday um, was, I mean, it was surgical. And and you know what? They wanted to make a statement too. They, they wanted to say, um, well, Armada only beat them by 24. We beat them by 56. That's right. That's the statement they were making. It is. But you and I both know they run two completely different styles of offense. Cross-Lex is go, 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 go. They're much more suited to put up 50, 60 points. And Armada is going to eat a lot more clock. They're going to try to run it down your throat. But, no, they, 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 made a, they made a huge statement. They're like, I mean, the thing that LeGro was saying at the beginning of the year, hey, you want to be a champion, beat the champion. They do that in their first BWAC game, and they've just been, well, in the two games since, they've throttled them. I'm just like, I, I don't even know what to compare it to, how they had guys so wide open all over the field all night long. But uh, you give Jake Townsend four uncovered receivers, and he's going to do what he did 300-plus in the first half with four touchdowns. Yeah, yeah. And how about their defense? Haven't given up a point in, I believe, Uh, nine quarters of football. Yeah, I mean, that's the other... One touchdown in 12. That's the other part about it. And you can say, well, Williamston got 43, but weren't 14 of those off the defense? Or off the offense? At least directly, not... And that's not... Because there were two pick sixes, right? And one hit off the offensive lineman's head. That's not even counting turnovers that put the uh, defense in bad positions. So, I I mean, just... Yeah, we, we, we get caught up in the offense when they go 100 to nothing in the last two games that they've played, your eyes are tended more to go to the 100 than they are to the nothing. But right. they're putting up a lot of nothings. Yeah. Yeah. And at Almont, I think will tell us a little more. If Croslex can go to Almont and thump them, hey, maybe just the, the hype train took a little bit to, to get going down the tracks. So that that's – that's going to be interesting, and and again, Elmont could get in the way of of all of this, but uh, I just think it would be really fun if our maiden Crosslex could both win these next two weeks, meet in week uh, eight for the outright championship game, uh, and then and there we could settle who's the best team in the BWAC because it's going to be week eight. The smoke all clears, the fires have all been put out, and that's when we're actually going to know who the top team in the BWAC is. Mm -hmm. I don't think we're going to know before that. All right, you want to go quickly through the GTC East, uh, Mooney's League, and the eight-man leagues? Well, here's here's the the story of the GTC East in a nutshell. Ubley. It is Ubley's to win, and they should win it. They have a home game against Sandusky, a road game at KPAC, and a home game against Brown City. Those three teams are 2-13 and combined this year. Again, the only way Ubley doesn't win the GTC East is is if there's an earthquake and the top of the thumb breaks off and sinks into Saginaw <laughs> Bay. Yeah. And takes Ubley with it. Yep. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> uh, Mooney needs a little bit of help, but they can help themselves if they beat Everest. They would have to hope Everest knocks off Shrine or someone else does, but they have a puncher's chance at getting a three-way tie for the Catholic League Intersectional 2. Again, you feel like if they play that Shrine game again, maybe it goes a little differently. You can't I feel fall. like if just one time in the first half that they fumbled in the red zone, and they did it three times, if they just punch one of those in, 
especially the first one. If they punch the first one in and take the lead early, I just think that's a completely different game. And and they kind of woke up the sleeping beast because Shrine was 0-3 and looking bad, and now all of a sudden they've won two straight league games. They're probably they're at home the next two weeks against Lakes and Liggett. Probably going to win those games. Yeah. And, and then they play at Everest uh, on the last day of, of league schedule. So if Mooney can upset Everest, and at this point it would be an, uh, an upset because I don't yes. think they've ever beaten Clarkston Everest. No. Um, and then they should beat Cabrini at home. They'd be the favorite to beat Cabrini at home. And then, yeah, then, then they would need Everest to turn around and give Shrine a loss. Mm-hmm. And then you could have the three-way situation. But step one is this week. They got to figure out a way Friday night to go to Clarkson Everest and win that football game. All right, you want me to do the stars in about two seconds? Uh, you know the stars isn't that easy though. It's Morris versus. I mean, Burton Atherton's three zero, but it's going to be Morris versus Deckerville. Come on. Well, yeah, because Morris is going to beat Atherton this week, but yeah, it's Morris versus Deckerville. That's and that's, that, that's your star. And, 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 and here's the thing about that because their schedules are so crazy, mm-hmm. they don't play that game until week nine. Right. So that'll be decided week nine when both those teams are undefeated in contest. And then they'll probably turn around and face each other two weeks later in a playoff game. Yep. You want me to do the stripes in about the same amount of time? <laughs> Peck versus North Huron, week eight. That'll decide it. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty Carsonville, much. Port Sanilac almost played spoiler, but the Pirates are looking to have a chance to Actually, claim the stripes. Um, yeah. I don't, I, don't, I don't see Bay City All Saints doing anything, and they've already – lost to those two or teams, so. Mount Pleasant Sacred Heart yeah Sacred Heart is I don't think they're as they, they put up big numbers against some bad teams mm-hmm. and uh and they've already lost to North Huron they're there I guess their chances this week when they play at Peck I don't see Peck losing that game at home no all right although CPS gave Peck a scare and that could have really derailed Peck's chances yes it could have but they held on all right you ready for the top 10 No, but we'll do it when we come back. Buying or selling a home? You need an experienced company standing ready to help you with all your real estate needs who is committed to making you the client number one. O'Connor Realty hung out its real estate sign in the city of Marysville almost 40 years ago to help the good people of this community buy and sell their homes. O'Connor Realty provides access to free, no-obligation home valuation reports prepared by a licensed realtor with no hidden fees. Located at 2801 Gratiot Boulevard, Marysville, give O'Connor Realty a call at 810-364-877. For all your real estate needs, O'Connor Realty. Small enough to know you, large enough to serve you. Hi, Chip Mortimer here. So much depends on your roof. Mortimer Lumber proudly features the Landmark Series shingle from CertainTeed Roofing. Landmark shingles come in many colors to surely enhance the look of your home. Landmark shingles offer a limited lifetime warranty, so you can be assured your roof will last for generations to come. Stop by Mortimer Lumber at 24th and Lapeer in Port Huron. Our expert staff will be glad to help answer all of your questions. Mortimer Lumber has locations in Port Huron, Emily City, Sandusky, and Bad Axe. Neiman's Family Market, located in St. Clair, is family-owned and operated and involved in the community. Neiman's has created a shopping experience providing a variety of quality products, specialty items, with superior customer service. Whatever your grocery needs are, from meats, bulk food, bakery items, produce, or even floral, Neiman's Family Market has what you will need. Entertaining? Neiman's has a full deli, and they do party trays. Check out our new mobile website and see weekly specials, coupons, and recipes. Open 6 a.m. to 9 p.m. all week long. Visit Neiman's Family Market in St. Clair. You'll be glad you did.
Overhead Door Company of St. Clair County has been serving the community for over 30 years. Located at 5400 Lapeer Road in Kimball, Overhead Doors are the premier choice for durability, serviceability, and hassle-free performance for commercial and industrial doors. Overhead Doors boasts a complete selection of performance and safety-tested commercial and industrial upward-acting doors and manufacture a wide array of styles to meet your needs. Overhead Door Company of St. Clair County, 5400 Lapeer Road in Kimball, call 810 Hey guys, Brady Beaton here to let you know that TP Logos is now at their brand new location. Now located at 901 Michigan Avenue in Marysville, TP Logos has the largest in-stock selection of your team's spirit wear. While the location has changed, the service has not. They still will handle all of your custom screen printing and embroidery needs. Check out tplogos.com to see their vast selection of products, including Badger Sportswear, Nike, North Face, Richardson Hats, Carhartt, and more. Don't wait weeks for your gear. Get it in days with TP Logos. Having car trouble? Look no further than Marysville Goodyear. Located at 291 Range Road, Marysville Goodyear will take care of all your automotive needs. They know that just one visit to them will make you a customer for life. Whether it's a tune-up or tire rotation, consistency is the name of the game for the folks at Marysville Goodyear. Need tires? Marysville Goodyear is a certified dealer of Goodyear, Dunlop, and Kelly tires, and they stock tires for cars, trucks, SUVs, and more. Give them a call today at 810-364-4700. Marysville Goodyear, where your satisfaction is our guarantee. This is Nash Phillips. I'm a class of 2022 senior and varsity football player at Port Huron High. As a Port Huron School student, I get to experience an education with the most athletic, extracurricular, and academic opportunities in the region. The district provides personal success for all students because each Port Huron School's journey is unique and special. I know I am supported by my teachers and everyone in the district both in the classroom and on the football field. I also know they care about my well-being each and every day. Poor Huron Schools have prepared me for anything I choose to do with my future. Please go to www.phasd.us and our social media for the latest updates on Port Huron Schools. Hello, this is Tim Sheridan, owner of Sheridan Real Estate and Insurance in Lexington. A family tradition that started back in 1925 with Grandpa Sheridan. Promoting trust, care, and excellence, Sheridan is dedicated to understanding and taking care of all your needs. Respected throughout the community and dedicated Sheridan is a proud supporter of local activities like high school athletics. For all your real estate and insurance needs, please go to our website at SheridanAgency.com. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. All right, here we go. Here we go. Brady's favorite segment. No, I like the picks more than this. Or at least this week I like the picks more. (laughs) Um, All right, do you want me to start this week? Do whatever you want to do because I'm a reluctant participant. At number 10 is where I slotted in Almont. Almont, I I know I moved them down from a week ago. Last week they were number 8. You did lose a game and it was a tough one. But I just felt like everyone above you now is more deserving. And because of that, you're number 10. And, well, the next two weeks, you can prove it. You win the next two weeks. You might have a case for being top three. I, I don't know where I had them last week. I might They might have even been out last week. But I'm putting Mooney at 10. I four believe and, they were out. Four you. and one. They bounced back with, with a nice uh, win. Uh 
this past uh, week. So they're four and one. They've got a big one coming up with with Everest, a chance to to maybe get a share of a league uh, title if everything works out the way you hope. I'm gonna put Mooney back into my poll at number ten. I put Mooney in at number nine. They're what four and one now. They've looked good in their wins and their one loss. They fumble three times in the red zone. You feel they're better than that score. But again, they have one coming up with Everest. That's another team that you win. Well, I don't know if the team's above them, but you have a case to move up. You lose. All right, time for someone else to get in here now. Well, two, Shrine is their bugaboo. Team. Yeah. Like, for whatever reason, they can't beat Royal Shrine. Uh, Elmont uh, fell in at number nine after their uh, loss to uh, North Branch. Uh, I still like the Raiders. They're still a dangerous team, but nine was the, the place that I could fit them in that made sense to me this week. All right, number eight, North Branch uh, stumbles back into the top ten after being out. That's a nice win against Elmont. Uh, it's a game that, I mean, I know I picked them, but I wouldn't have been surprised at all if Elmont came out with the win. I actually think Elmont was probably the, the slight favorite in that game. That's a really nice win, and for your efforts, North Branch, you get to come up to number eight. Now, I don't believe that I've had North Branch ranked at all this season. I also put them in at number eight, though. The win against uh, Elmont is the win that gets me to say North Branch needs to be in my top ten this week. Yeah. Also, by the way, I just threw Anchor Bay out because I can't figure out where to do with them. There's no <laughs> connection, so I'm taking the Stucky method and just going – this ranking sands Anchor Anchor Bay. Okay. Um, well, I num- did the same thing. So. Number seven, St. Clair. And I do have a question for you after I go through all this. No, it doesn't. The <laughs> you know what it is because I asked you before. No, but but I, I it, it, it doesn't change how I feel about it, them. I, I, the I game was played. You can't burn that out okay, of my Okay, the memory. question is, the win is does, a the, does the forfeit change anything? And the way I'm treating this is I'm going to treat it like – Evidence that has been thrown out in a trial. Like, you know what happened. You know Roseville took care of business against them. But you still saw what happened. But it technically didn't happen. Now, I'm not giving them credit for a win over Roseville. I'm just going to act like, all right, they said it's done. I'm not going to count it against the Saints. I'm not going to count it for them. They slot in at seven. I think they've been playing better. And I think they have a very good chance to finish this year well, now, with potentially eight wins in Dennis, if I would have told you I was thinking the Saints have a chance for eight wins back in August, I think you'd have looked at me a little funny. Yeah, I probably would have. And even three and two or four and one doesn't change my mind. I've got the Saints in at number seven. All right. Ubley's where uh, they uh, land at number six. Again, what do you do with Ubley? Pound for pound, they might be the best team. They are running a gauntlet of a schedule and now it's going to ease up on them a little bit but I've said it before I'll just say it again they're, they have a one-way ticket to Ford Field they they're probably already booking their hotel rooms and I don't see a reason why they shouldn't until they prove otherwise ugly at six you if you depending on how you do your rankings you can make an argument they're number one because for their size pound for pound they might be the best school that we cover yeah, well, here's the thing, and I like I threw them up, I think, all the way up at number two last week, and my point being was, yes, I get it. They're a D8 school, and they lose to all the bigger division schools. They lose if, to Port here under Northern if, by 
If they play heads up, yes, I get it. Cross legs, you beat Ubley. I understand that. But here's my thinking, and I've got them at number six, too. We're we're actually starting to mirror each other right now. This is the closest rankings that we've had. And last year, it was mirrored each other all the time. There are eight teams at the end of the year that get to call themselves the state champs. Mm -hmm. In our area, Ubley has as good a chance as anybody to be one of those eight teams. I'd agree. Um, wholeheartedly they're 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 five and oh they're a good program they've played a difficult schedule um and pass it with flying colors pass it with flying colors um they don't just win games sometimes by big scores they win games every time by big scores. like their closest win is a ten, good teams or bad teams is a 10 point win over unionville seaboing yeah, and in that's week a, one. And that's a good team. Yeah. So I mean, I just um I I get it for those of you who go, well, if Almont, North Branch, or St. Clair played Ubley, they'd win that game. They sh- but that's not how I do it. That's not how I look at it. They don't play those games, but they the games they do play, they win. They win impressively. And at the end of the year, Almont, North Branch, St. Clair, or Ubley, the best chance of one of those four teams saying we won a state championship is Ubley. Yeah, it's and, and we might and get, they they were the only team in our area that made it to a state final last year. And we might get a Mooney Ubley game, depending on how the pairings fall in about a month or so. That would be fun. Number five, uh, Port here on Northern, and I feel bad for not moving them up, but I couldn't justify them jumping anyone else. Uh, I, I went through a lot of chaos, looking at the rankings and talking about each team. But last week they were number five. They did. Exactly what I asked them to do. Score some points, dominate a game. They won a game by 28 points. In theory, that should move them up. What I will say is, I would say from about number six on up, the bar to get into there is being raised. And that's because all these teams are doing better. I just can't... Like, if I were to move them up and drop any of the other teams above them down, I couldn't justify it. I could, you couldn't say, well, what did you see this week that caused them to do this? Because none of the other teams were anywhere near bad. Well, yeah, that's my thing. From, from five through two, everybody on my list moved up a notch from where they were last week, but nobody passed anybody because everybody won and everybody won big. Right. So I couldn't justify it. So Crosslexes moves up from number six to number five with their impressive thrashing of Richmond. Sounds good. Um, number four for me, Port here on high. Saw them live. They, they, I mean, it was a two-score win. It was a three-score win. They dominated. Uh, and, well, they dominated, and here's the thing. They didn't play great. Like, Dennis, Amari Holler masked some offensive struggles, and they still took care of it. Port here on high, number four. Uh, PH is number four for me. I had him at number five last week. They won. They moved up to number four. One second. Jeez. God, I hate changing the season sometimes. Um, Number three. And this is one last week that I flipped. And the more I look at it, the more I can justify this. Cross Lex is number three. I had them at two basically all year long. Um, But, spoiler alert, our mate is ahead of them, obviously. I haven't mentioned them yet. You look at their rankings or their resumes, 
And if you were to take away the name, and I like you just had Team A, Team B, because Croslex we hyped a lot in the preseason, Armada we didn't know anything about. You take that away and you just look at their body of work, Armada's is better. And yes, I know Croslex's one loss was to a good Williamston team, but you still lost. And when you're getting this close, you're splitting hairs. You you want what you want me to tell tell me they beat uh, Richmond by twenty more points because the one touchdown Richmond scored against Armada was in garbage time. Come on, like the the tiebreaker there is Croslex lost a game and Armada has not. And again, different uh, Croslex had over ten possessions in the game against Richmond, and I don't think Armada had ten possessions against. Richmond. Anyways, uh, I've got Northern at number three. They were at number four last week. They won big. They moved up a notch. Mm-hmm. Armada at number two, and I th- I'm going to assume you have Marine City at number one. Um, but this was the thing I was saying, and Armada's resume, I think, is the only one that could at least be at the same dinner table as Marine City. But as we said earlier in the show, as the season goes on, Marine City's resume gets better and better and better. Well, I mean, they just don't they just don't lose games. Uh, yeah, I've got Armada at number two. They were number three for me last week. They moved up a notch as well. Uh, again, not a sexy win against Yale when you go, oh, they'll win sixty to nothing. They won twenty seven to nothing. They got business done. They they did what they do. They grounded out the ball and, and they play stellar defense that, that's what is that that's their third or fourth shutout this season yeah third um so i mean armada is my number two team right now uh and anybody behind them gets their chance at them and later in the season like i, I hey if if crosslex beats them in week eight crosslex will move up quite a bit and armada will drop a little bit and if armada wins that game then you're justified putting them there at number two yeah it's just again to this point in the season like, if you take an honest look at both resumes, they've both, what, beaten the same teams? Armada beat North Branch on the road. Croslex won their two big games at home, I guess, if you want to split hairs that way. But, no, it's five through two is just a grab bag at this yeah, point. Yeah, they're, they're all pretty much the same team, and you could mix it around and make arguments for them all to be where they're at. Yeah. Yeah. Or to put them in a different spot. Mm-hmm. And yeah. next week, that might happen for me because it seems like every week I jumble it up and don't know what I'm doing anyways. And you, I'm assuming you have Marine City number Marine one. Marine City's number one, uh, again, un- until they lose a game or, or do something dumb, which they are not in the habit of doing. How, how can you argue with what they do? Yeah. No, you can't. I mean, it, it's all it's almost like they they get even better <laughs> every week. Win by more. St. Clair might end up being a seven and two, eight and one team. Fitzgerald might end up being a seven and two, eight and one team. Marysville might end up being a six and three or seven and two team. And they just blew the doors off all three of those teams. All three of them. Like wasn't at halftime you knew the game was over. All three of them. And so, I still contend they're going to beat Notre Dame prep. 
I do too. That <laughs> we, was we were out having fun with Brady this morning. We were arguing. I kept telling him Notre Dame preps no good. Notre, and he kept getting just red faced and veins popping out of his head. Tell me all the reasons why Notre Dame prep was, was God. Good. We went like eight <laughs> schedules deep with that one. And just the more he got passionate about it, the more and more I just started saying flippant things to him just to keep him going. I got to like <laughs> Dearborn <laughs> Divine Child's opponent's records when we were looking at that. <laughs> And I was just being contradictory to everything that he said because it was fun. <laughs> anyway, so that's the top 10 real quick. I'll recap mine at number 10, Almont, 9, Mooney, 8, North Branch, 7, the now 4-1 St. Clair Saints. Uh, number 6, Ubley, number 5, Northern, number 4, High, number 3, Cross Lex, number 2, Armada, number 1, Marine City. Well, for a change, we have all the same teams this week. And we're close on a lot of them. 10 Mooney, 9 Almont, 8 North Branch, 7 St. Clair, 6 Ubley, 5 Crosslex, 4 Port Huron, 3 Northern, 2 Armada, at 1 Marine City. I almost put Marysville in there because the two teams they've lost to are a combined, what, 10 and 0 now? 4 and 0? 8 and 0? 8, um, 10 and 0. It, it, yeah, 10 and 0. What, whatever it is, I, yeah, uh, my number 10, I hedged and hawed over whether I put uh, Marysville in there or I put uh, Mooney in there. And I just, in the end, I just decided uh, that uh, Mooney's four wins are more impressive to me than Marysville's three, although I think Marysville's going to have four after this week. And like you said, they may win six or seven games before yeah. it's all said and done. And they're, they, trust me, they were in strong consideration. Mm -hmm. All right, anything else before we send it home? No, I think I've done enough damage. Sounds good. From Port Huron to Marysville and St. Clair to Marine City, the Blue Water Area is Stuck on Sports.